a little housekeeping for Javelins for Hire. We are giving away a copy of Anthem for your platform of choice. All you have to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel and uh, email us a screenshot of your subscription. So, uh, you know, we, we are going to pick a winner at random, and you will get a copy of, of the game for your platform of choice. Uh, yeah, so that's two easy steps. Subscribe and screen cap. I guess it's three steps. <laughs> Subscribe, screen cap, and email us at javelinsforhire at gmail.com, and uh, you'll be entered into our Anthem contest. So uh, if you want to copy of the game, just email us. Uh, so do it yeah do it so Guys, welcome to Javelins for Hire, Nerds Gone Rogues Anthem Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deergan, alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Jesse Douglas. How's it going? Jesse, <laughs> we've played Anthem. Well, we've played the VIP demo of Anthem, but still, it's Anthem. Yeah. Uh, we, we're, <laughs> this whole episode, we're just going to talk about our impressions. Uh, I'm not sure how long it's going to go, but... You know, we're we're gonna give our impressions of, of what we thought and uh, just just how the demo went. You know, we've we had a little bit of a struggle getting in on the first day, <laughs> but uh, you know, EA was having having some server issues. Bioware was trying to fix some issues on their end, and uh, you know, Xbox had a little bit more issues than the other platforms. But it's all right. We. We got through it. We played. Uh, actually, we just played for about two hours before we started recording uh, this episode. So, uh, but yeah, Anthem feels good. Yeah, uh, I I think the game feels good. I'm still trying to because fi- like it's the way it's set up. It's it's more. It's it's easier to understand in concept but it still has a lot more than what destiny two has in it, which is what I've been playing a lot of recently is, but, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot to try to understand there. And, but they, they set it up in a way where it's easy to understand and kind of, you know, they, there's a, there is a tutorial system that teaches you how to do things if you want it. Right. So, um, but, yeah, man. Once you load into Fort Tarsus and you talk to the people you're supposed to talk to, and you get in your javelin and you just go, you just start the mission. Like it brings up a map and uh, pretty much asks you if you want to matchmake or play with friends or whatever. And you kind of go over to the menus and stuff. But um, that's all the boring stuff. We're gonna talk about how the game plays. Jesse, Anthem <laughs> plays great. Yeah. Well, I do want to say, though, one thing kind of it just kind of goes hand in hand with the boring stuff in some ways. But like we don't get a whole lot, obviously, of what's going on in the story and the demo. But I do have to say I am already liking the characters 
yeah. that that we've met. Like, like uh, I find them very interesting, and I want to know more about them already. So that that's definitely a good thing, um, you know. And I, I kind of figured that's how it would be, considering you know the, they are the creators of of Mass Effect, um, but. I just want to start off and say that I I really do want to know more about these characters and and they've done a really good job of kind of making making this little bit of story that they give us entertaining. So yeah, yeah. I mean I I agree with you. I do like the the characters so far. Uh, the only ones that I've really interacted with though are Matthias and uh, Zoe, who's kind of like yeah. the. the person that kind of fix, fixes your javelins uh, but uh, I I am intrigued to see where those character arcs go because I I like the way that you interact with the characters right I, I think yeah. uh, giving you choice choices to uh, kind of create relationships with them is a smart idea uh, I know that this game does not have the romance options in it like like Mass Effect did or Dragon Age but I don't know if this game is really going to need them, you know, I I don't think it's that type of game. I think you can forge relationships and, and the relationships you have are with the people that you play with, I think more so than, than, uh, the people, the, the NPCs they kind of provide with you. So, uh, but we, we played what three missions, uh, today, yeah, uh, and then uh, we we replayed one mission twice because Jesse ran out of missions. Uh, we didn't, but we didn't we didn't do any free play stuff. We didn't we didn't do the stronghold yet. Uh, still want to I still want to get that in at some point. Maybe next weekend yeah. when the demo is available for everybody, we can kind of go through and and do the strongholds. Uh, but uh, so we started out as the ranger. And the ranger is kind of like the overall kind of basic javelin that everybody starts out with. Uh, it, it's fast. I like the the barrel rolls in the air when you're flying. Uh, the flying Jesse though feels really good. Yeah. Uh, the way you yeah, kind of fly and control in the air and stuff, it feels feels really good, man. Uh, you were you were 100 percent right on how well <laughs> how how well the flying is. So. Yeah, it's just like the transition between the the hover the hover flying and the you know like flying forward and and just the like turning those off to drop and and like it yeah it just it's all so fluid and just feels so like it just doesn't feel jerky or weird you know like it just it like flows into each movement you know like that you do it just feels good in general to move in that game Mm -hmm. yeah uh so that that feels really good i also like the way you kind of like sprint around and move like (laughs) uh you know we'll we'll get to the colossus in a second but when when you're playing as a ranger like you the the uh, B button on the controller is this nice little evade move that you can use. Uh, it it works really well. Uh, the weapons feel good to shoot; like they sound good, and the kick feels good on the on the weapons. And uh, I think I th- the the one thing I like a lot about it too is like since they don't have to balance for PvP stuff, like 
no matter what you're doing, you kind of feel powerful, you know? Yeah. Like whether yeah. you're shooting a gun or using your your uh gear slot items or you're you're supporting someone, like there's all it it you feel powerful. And I th- I think yeah. that's I think that's what this game has going for it most is like you never really feel like and, and I know we're in the demo and things are kind of level based and everything and and leveling up is it seems to be a little bit easier in this but like they start you out level ten and you work your way up to fifteen we're both level twelve right now uh, but just shooting the guns and and flying and and just traversing the world feels really good so you know i I i'm curious because i i haven't really played much of it um but does the does the shooting feel like it does in mass effect um or does it feel better or different it it feels it's similar like it feels similar okay but because it because i'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie. It feels like I'm playing Titanfall. <laughs> like, like the shooting and everything feels like Titanfall. Like, I almost wonder if Respawn didn't didn't like do anything like help them with the shooting at all, because there's certain things of it that just feel like Titanfall. Like, even just like your your consumable things that you unlock remind me a lot of the the things in Titanfall that you can unlock, you know, with the different kinds of grenades and, and like, I don't know, like something about it, fe- like just r- really reminds me of Titanfall and, and just little details, like small details mm-hmm. that, that like wouldn't necessarily have to be something where like, you know, like they'd have to have a major part in, in helping out with it. But I don't know. And maybe it's just me, but it just, I don't know why, but it just something about it reminds me of Titanfall too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I, I wonder if, if like if respawn didn't work directly with them, like I wonder if they had some kind of, uh, just some of their team go over to help with thing like where it's not necessarily a full on, you know, like respawn working with them. Just just people helping helping with mechanics and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, but you know, what what are your thoughts on the ranger class so far? I mean, I know we haven't really, well, you haven't really played as another class yet. But like, what what's your thought on the ranger class so far? Well, like for me, I think it was a perfect one to start off with just because like it like, you know, it really gives you that feel like playing like this is what it would be like to be Iron Man kind of, you know, like from Marvel, like it, it like I've said to you guys in the past, like, like I could see them making an Iron Man game like they they've got the mechanics of like what what the javelins do like down so well that like I could see them landing a, a massive get and and doing an uh like an a full on Iron Man game where where you're flying around in the suit and and all that stuff like down the line someday. But like everything about that character, like it just feels 
good and like I like you know I like your your super on that character is awesome I just love the whole like locking on with like 30 different rockets and they just like shoot everywhere and yeah. are locking on all different characters all at once yeah like did. it just feels so cool like shoot you know just blast and everything yeah you just you just press up and it's like it it kind of takes you into this kind of zoomed in kind of screen but like everything within that kind of uh you know that kind of uh viewpoint it's like you just see all these red highlights start popping up and then when you let go it just shoots like you said all these missiles and it's just it's cool it's yeah it's really cool man um so uh, but yeah we played what maybe we only played two missions because we kind of we got kicked out of a lot of things and frozen and and stuff like that uh just because you know the demo's been having some issues but uh we played uh, a mission where we fought this big kind of tank thing at the end, which was really yeah. cool. Uh, we played that mission twice, actually, because I yeah. ended up playing it again when I unlocked the Colossus. Uh, and then we played the... Uh, what was the other mission we played? Oh, we kind of went down into this kind of cavern, and you kind of went through, and, and we fought these, bi- these big kind of fire beasts uh yeah and these giants yeah it's like big giant giant like ogre looking things yeah so i mean the the missions are are varied they're kind of quick though i I mean i know we played on easy uh on a couple of them just to get footage and gameplay and stuff but uh the missions went pretty quick i would say they they went pretty pretty fast yeah and yeah and easy they definitely went quite a bit faster um i think this is a game that most people once you get used to everything you're gonna probably want to play it on hard Mm -hmm. or medium you know especially if you're playing as a group because you know mind you hard is is like medium basically the way that it's set up because as you play and you unlock the different uh hard you know difficulties there's three more after hard so mm-hmm. so you so like hard is basically gonna end up being normal <laughs> yeah. by the time you unlock all the difficulties yeah plus i mean i'm like i'm sure once you do the missions on harder difficulties you'll be able to unlock you know better loot and and yeah whatever that's probably all in game stuff uh, mm-hmm. but yeah man i i mean playing it on normal was tough we played that one yeah. mission on normal, or I think is what we played on. And like we were fighting mm-hmm. that tank, and it was it was tough, man. We all kind of yeah. had to work together, and then we realized we could re- revive those sentinels to add extra firepower, uh, mm-hmm. and they were kind of underneath doing kind of melee damage, which was really weird to see. But uh, you know, I we we laid down those uh, protection rifts and kind of would throw grenades at at some of the enemies and. Those guy, those big guys with shields too, yeah, and with the exploding canisters tank. on the side, yeah, yeah. Like what those I mean, guys are... what I would do is like I would shoot one, or I would I would shoot like the the that rocket, that side rocket that you have, add it to yeah. st- to stagger it, and then you kind of work your way behind to shoot the the flammable canisters behind, that he has hooked up on him. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, it is definitely a game where you've got to you've got to like use uh you know set up tactics very similar to like doing like a raid in games 
is where you kind of got to have your your system of how you do things and how you you know work work on characters to you know get rid of the bigger characters so you can just clear out the smaller ones you know and stuff like that yeah it, like it's definitely it makes it challenging if you want it to be you know and 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 i feel like they've done a really good job of not making it just like overly difficult in the settings that you have to choose from now i you know we obviously haven't played any of the really super hard settings yeah but i have a feeling that's more for like once you've you've really powered up your your uh your javelins and you've got you know like all the unlocks and just more powerful weapons because as you as you level up uh your unlocks that you get of weapons are similar then you know they're the same as the ones you already had but they've got like a little bit better stats basically and so like i kind of like the way they that they're doing that you know not doing the whole re-roll stuff and all that like what destiny does where you know so you know just keeping it basic making it so as you level up your guns level up like like most games do I I'm perfectly fine with that. That's you know about as in depth as it needs to be for me. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like 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 you said, I unlocked like three of the same weapon, but they just kept giving you better stats or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean that that doesn't bother me just from playing Destiny or Borderlands or whatever. Like, yeah, those are really common things in in games like that. But yeah, but Jesse, the one thing I do want to talk about. The Colossus gameplay. <laughs> Holy crap, the Colossus is cool. So you, you kind of got, fro- you froze while we were loading into a mission, so I kind of played around in this little arena with the Colossus for a little bit, and he's he's kind of slow. You know, I'm not going to lie, the Colossus is kind of slow, but the one cool thing is, like, they ha- it has this shield that can take a lot of damage, and you just press B. Like, the the Ranger has the dodge uh, evade thing, but the Colossus has the shield that pops up when you press B on on Xbox. I, I don't I can't remember what it is on PlayStation, but, like, when you pop it up. And the coolest thing is, is, like, if you're flying into an ambush, you can pop that shield while you're flying and fly with the shield in front of you. And then uh, the other cool thing is that, you know, I, I know the ranger can do this too, but uh, you press Y while you're, while you're like getting ready to land on someone and it just does this big ground pound. And uh, I know the ranger has that uh, shock stick, but the area of effect damage of this, of this uh, melee damage is just hilariously large. <laughs> I was taking, like we were taking out probably like, clusters of eight to ten guys just doing that yeah Uh, and and you know when when you do that on top of one of those shield guys too like it makes them stumble backwards a little bit so you can kind of get in there and and throw a grenade at them or whatever but the colossus is cool man i i think the colossus might be the the javelin i'm gonna use the most yeah Uh, yeah i yeah, because it's the like the big tanky character that can just kind of just take a lot of damage and and then like I like speaking of the the uh, melee attack, I do like the uh, 
I wonder what his is if he has one, but um, like for for that main first character that you start with, you can, if you're up in the air, you can do like a where you like you boost down to the ground with the thing and you like slam the ground and it just makes this big electrical force that goes everywhere and shocks everything around it. Mm-hmm. Like when you hit the ground. And I wonder if I wonder if that character has something like that where you can do one from up in the air and slam down onto the ground. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to find that kind of stuff out eventually, but Yeah. And then uh you you unlocked another javelin when we were finishing up before we started recording this show. Uh, yeah. Which which one did you go with? I forget. The interceptor. It, yeah, the interceptor. So it's supposed to be like the super agile, like really fast. Um, it's supposed. It said that like has. I think it has like a more much more powerful um, close range. You know, like uh, melee attacks. It, it, like it's supposed to have super powerful melee attack. I think. Yeah. And then it also said something about. Like, um, just being able to, like, take out multiple, multiple uh, enemies, like, really fast or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I'm, that's I'm not quite sure, but. I know it's super is, uh, it becomes invulnerable, it becomes invulnerable and can take out a bunch of guys, uh, with, oh, with okay. quick dashes. So, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I think it's going to be cool, but it's going to, it's more of like a glass cannon type thing where it can deal a ton of damage. But also, it can take it takes a lot of damage in a small amount of time, so yeah. you kind of got to be careful and maybe like team up with maybe a Colossus, which has that perk I like, where if you if you use that perk, you uh, taunt enemies so they can kind of come after you instead of after your teammates. And uh, boy, did I notice that when I was using it when we were fighting that tank. Uh, because yeah. there's a lot of those the smaller kind of grunt enemies running up on me and i was like trying to use grenades and the explosives and stuff on them and uh finally i just jumped up in the air and used the melee ground pound and took them all out but like it definitely works that yeah. that taunt like it has a radius it has a area of effect though so you got to make sure you're close to everybody but it works definitely <laughs> definitely felt it so yeah yeah, I yeah, I'll have to try the try the new one that I got and just see see how I like it. But yeah. uh so but Jesse, I want to talk about this world real quick before we get out of here cuz uh, believe it or not, we're actually almost pushing the half hour mark of of this show, but uh the world, man, they kind of mm-hmm. like when you they start you on like a ledge Oh, at least the missions we've played, they start you out on this ledge with your team and you kind of just jump off and go. And it feels really cool to just like jump off the ledge and right before you hit the ground, you click the stick in and you just start flying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh, yeah. So good. Uh, but, but, you know, we, we experienced a level outside and then we experienced a level inside. The one thing I was actually quite surprised at though, which I, I mean, I don't know why I'm surprised. It just, with how open Destiny is and everything, uh, when you go into, like, a cavern or something during a mission, there's Mm -hmm. a load screen when you're moving into the caverns and stuff or moving into a new section of the the world. And I I guess, like, it just surprised me because Destiny doesn't do that and and, uh, 
the division doesn't really do that either. So I, I guess it just kind of surprised me that you just kind of load into these areas instead of it just being open. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder, and I wonder if that's maybe something that will change with the full game. Yeah. Like they, they may have just done that because they, you know, like how they've got to kind of clip things together in order to, for it to make it work. Like maybe they, they had to do like a workaround to try to just cut out because maybe the traveling distance for a lot of these things is much further yeah. in the full game. And so they just to kind of cut it down a little bit, they just, you know, just wanted to give you a little bit of a taste of the world. Yeah. And and you know not not really make you do all the time you're playing the game traveling you know type of thing yeah but yeah who knows I guess we'll find out but but yeah like I mean it, yeah it is kind of uh, yeah weird that sometimes it does put you into a loading a loading screen <sighs> yeah uh, but I I really I'm sorry I got distracted by Ed just let us know he's on our way on his way home so we can record another show but he's very confused at that picture you sent in the chat (laughs) (laughs) yeah do you want to explain that picture to people (laughs) i figured yeah i figured that he that he would so like i i started watching this show i believe it's called like rust to riches and uh it's like uh this car restoration show and like uh, when I first started watching, I'm like, oh, this, you know, this seems like an interesting show. And then you start meeting the cast, and then all of a sudden, like one of the casts, the person, the one, you know, person in the garage that's like considered like the like complete expert on on like engines, like repairing engines and and basically any kind of car from drag racing to just regular old school cars and all this stuff. And it's like this chick that's like that like seriously could be like a supermodel and and it's just like holy crap, you know, like I know that's that's a stereotype that you know a woman you know being interested in doing stuff in cars like we we know that that's that's just a stereotype that that you know that's not that's not just like girls playing video games i mean we know a lot of women play video games so but it's just still it was just kind of weird just seeing like a supermodel like basically that that's like all about like repairing and like can take literally take engines apart completely and put them back together again it's just was it was impressive and just kind of like a like a unicorn almost <laughs> but can, can so i sent it, a picture say, of it can we say that that woman revved your engines huh huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so i i sent a picture of it uh in our uh thing because i just wanted to you know give Corey uh you know so he could see what she looked like to to just to put it you know put it home just how good looking she is <laughs> and and i knew right away when i sent it in our uh our thing i'm like i wonder what ed's gonna be like what the heck is this what does this have to do <laughs> and i knew that was gonna happen so. yeah well, I'm just gonna put it out there, Jesse. You are not wrong. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, yeah, and and like, just I don't normally care about reality TV shows, but like the cast in the show on the show too is just like really cool. Like including her, she's just like 
she's a not like an awesome part of the show just like really entertaining and stuff so and th- yeah there's there's just really funny like all the characters are actually pretty funny in their own ways so I, I normally I don't it takes a lot for me to get into a show like that and they're I like that whole entire cast is actually fun to watch and their banter and all that stuff's pretty funny but yeah oh, man good times good times <laughs> uh, my wife and I are trying to find a new show to watch so yeah yeah we kind of we started uh well, what we did was we watched we watched the magicians, and yeah. we finished season three, and so now we're actually watching it when it's on TV. So now we have to wait oh, every okay. week instead of just binging it on Netflix. But uh, oh, okay, yeah, we're we're watching that, but we need like that binge worthy show, and we just haven't. Yeah, we're trying to debate whether or not we should watch how finish House of Cards because we haven't watched that final season yet, or did, try to watch. Did something. you guys? Did you guys watch the following? Uh, the following. It's with Kevin Bacon. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, dude, that I think it ended up. I think it ended up getting canceled, but I, I think it w- was on for three or four seasons. But dude, I think that was like a, such a good show. Like, and Kevin Kevin Bacon was the you know was the main main character of the show throughout the all all the seasons. Yeah. But it's like it's basically like it's it's similar in some ways to like the whole story of of Batman and and Joker where where it's like where like Kevin Bacon would be the Batman character who's this cop who's like trying to stop this this serial killer. Um, who who basically is like like Marilyn or like not like uh, uh, the Manson family like where he's got this whole entire uh, family of of serial killers that 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 he lives with and and that they all live together and take care of one another and like he's got like friends in every single uh like aspect of of the world from cops to you know everything so like you don't know who's on his side and and who's good and who's bad and and so like the whole entire show is like the Kevin Bacon trying to to you know lock this dude up and and it's the uh trying to think what he was on recently but he's he's oh he's in the show altered carbon He's one of the the main bad guys, kind of in that show as well. But um, yeah, he's it's a really good show, though. I like it a lot. Nice, definitely worth checking out. <laughs> uh, man, TV, TV, and Anthem. That's what this show's. <laughs> what we're here for, guys. That's what we're here for. Uh, Anyways, any any final thoughts on on the anthem demo? I mean, we're gonna play more, obviously, and you know, next weekend there's another demo that we can uh, we can try out, and hopefully they add more content to that demo. But uh, any any kind of final thoughts on our couple hours of of what we've played so far? Um, just that I'm just can't wait to play <laughs> play the full game. I know. I like. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like demos but I also hate demos because I don't want to like, I feel like I'm ruining that initial experience for myself. Right. Like, 
yeah with with the division two you know that demo is going up the week before anthem comes out so uh i don't know if i'm gonna play it quite yet i mean i probably will just because you know we do uh dark zone junkies as well with moose and jason but yeah uh, you know i i the 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 more I watch of the Division Two, the more I'm like super hyped for it, and like I'm really glad that these games are coming out far yeah. apart from each other. Uh, yeah, because I want to play both, and, and you know, <laughs> Destiny is also getting the season of the Drifter soon, uh, and that's going to be a whole load of new content to do. And I, I just I'm I'm so booked up on Xbox stuff right now that it's just like man. I haven't even started the Xbox version of our NX challenge, you know. Mm-hmm. By the way, our NX challenge. I thought of it. I thought of an easier way to just measure our Xbox stuff. Like, why didn't we just go by how many achievement points we've scored <laughs> instead of oh. this arbitrary kind of <laughs> point system? Why didn't we yeah. just? Hey, if we've collected this, this many achievements during the NX challenge, like. Why didn't we just do it that way? So yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, what what? Getting back to Anthem, like I think the characters in Fort Tarsus are cool. I wish you could go a little bit faster in Fort Tarsus, but like I understand they kind of want it to be immersive, and you want they want you to look around and stuff. Uh, but just getting out in the world and. Maybe maybe you don't even move slow in Fort Tarsus. Maybe it's just because we move so fast out in the open world that it's just like yeah. maybe well, it's just a Well, I think pace. everything everything is going to be interactive in in Fort Tarsus. So, I think that's I think that's why because there's literally there's so many objects and things laying all over that you can interact with, but it says, you know, this is not available and uh, or this is only available in the in the full game or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's like there's things everywhere hiding throughout Fort Tarsus that you can interact with that are just like objects laying on tables and yep, and, and things like that. So and when you watch our let's plays, which are going up this week, uh, we have a bunch of of uh, they'll probably be three or four separate little videos for you guys to watch plus art and archive of, of the big let's play that we did. Uh, but you'll be able to see all the things that I interact with that says not available in the demo. There's probably at least 20, <laughs> there's probably at least 20, uh, times that happened where I yeah. went to go press a to p- pick something up or read it or something and said, this content's not available in the demo. I'm like, dang it. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Anthem is really, really good. Uh, if you didn't pre-order the game, the demo will be available next weekend for everybody. So I, I really suggest you go play it because it is, it is a good time. Uh, and and I know some people had some problems signing in this weekend with the VIP stuff, but uh, I really hope a lot of people download the demo next week because it is available to everybody and just just play it you know it feels so good like the weapons feel good and the the colossus and the ranger from what i've played feel really good uh you you know i'm sure i'll try to get some interceptor and and storm javelins in there at some point but uh and if not jesse jesse will obviously have uh the interceptor uh stuff that he can talk about next week so uh, yeah but yeah man anthem's cool i can't wait to see it uh, I think playing this demo, though, honestly, set a new 
set some new expectations for me where I kind of feel like, cause you know, I can keep, I can keep jumping into destiny and keep playing and playing and playing and, and, you know, keep leveling up and move over to new characters or whatever. But I feel like Anthem is just going to be, and I don't want this to sound bad or anything, but I I feel like it's going to be that game where we play it and it'll be a multiplayer, uh, mass effect almost and once we beat the game when it, we'll do a lot of the end game stuff for sure but like i feel like it's almost a game that can be beaten quote unquote and then when they drop new content we'll jump back in to play the new content instead of like living in this world you know what i mean yeah so uh it's going to be interesting to see how they continue to support this game especially because a lot of the dlc most of the dlc is going to be free i think they said right like yeah all the story-based dlc is going to be free uh so who knows if next year they have like a giant expansion like destiny does or uh if they just keep releasing content for free i'm sure they're going to do what they did with mass effect and just release expansions and stuff in the coming years but they said they want this to be their games as a service and hopefully hopefully they succeed because it's a cool game it's a cool concept the combat's fun uh and like I said, you always feel really powerful when you're running through there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But yeah. Did we miss anything? I don't think we really missed anything. So, no. Uh, anyways, I want to thank everybody for watching this week's episode of Javelins for Hire. We are dividing the episodes up in video form uh, just to kind of give people more consumable uh, watching experience. So check that out on our YouTube page. Uh, our our views are are steadily climbing again, so that's good. Uh, you know, I'm, this this channel is I I'm really having fun doing this show and doing the channel and stuff. So uh, hopefully everybody is enjoying it. Hopefully you're watching, and if if you're down if you downloaded it, because I know a lot of people have actually downloaded the podcast. Uh, it's climbing uh, out of our new shows. It's definitely our most popular so far. So. Uh, I'm I'm proud of that too. So, uh, but if you are listening, head on over to our YouTube page and just subscribe. Uh, by the way, before before we get out of here, we're giving away a copy of Anthem. So I meant to mention that at the top of the show, but we're giving away a copy of Anthem. So uh, if you subscribe to the YouTube channel and email us uh, your subscription, we're gonna pick a winner at random. So if you want to just screen cap your subscription and uh email us there'll be a description in the bottom i i'm probably gonna put a little thing at the top of the show separately uh where you know just to say that we're gonna uh, give away a copy of the game so subscribe and you can win a copy of anthem for your platform of choice by the way it will be a digital copy of the game though so uh just keep that in mind but anyways uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Like, subscribe, and share. Follow us on Twitter at Javelins for Hire. Email the show at javelinsforhire@gmail.com. Check out all of our podcasts and content on ngrradio.com. If you want to subscribe to one of our other shows, go to ngrradio.com/slash/subscribe. All of our shows are there. You'll be able to find what you want there. And uh, until next time, keep on flying them javelins. See ya. Bye, everybody. <laughs>